0: Or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Preston Super Show. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate everybody coming in from the storm to be renewed. Here we are on... Monday, February 7th, 2022. There's a lot going on in the world. But let's talk about something uh, that I really want to touch on today, and that is purveyors of filth. Now, what's a purveyor? What's a purveyor? You're probably thinking, probably ready to Google it. That's someone who deals with the trading and the selling of goods, sometimes information. In a lot of cases, we know purveyors to be salesmen of lies. So when we talk about purveyors of filth, you, get, you catch my drift. So purveyors of filth. How do you deal with purveyors of filth in this world right now, in this world today? Well, you got to know your Bible. You have to know your Bible. And you know me, I'm not a Bible uh, thumper. I don't go around throwing it in people's faces and making them feel small. No, no, no. I want to enlighten you with it. I want to use it as a tool to bring lightness into the darkness that you're feeling. So i like to start with James 1. We're talking about purveyors of filth. We're going to start with James 1. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about exactly who are these purveyors of filth. James 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him but let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So that's we're talking about James one. We're talking about James 1 through 8. There's more to this parable here, but I want to stop right there. Because two things are already true. Two things have already become true. Just reading James one through eight. And the first thing that we know right away, that pops right out to us, is we should not believe in God just to receive his gifts, just to be a recipient of his graciousness. And we should not want to be transformed by the things of this world, okay? So those two things are true in this parable, and they're very important that you understand that. So I continue on. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth. The grass and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth so also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust, and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift, and every perfect gift, is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begot he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of fist fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluidity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his own tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. That's James one through twenty seven. It's the end of James one. Then you'd be moving into James two in your Bible. But we're going to stop right there. Uh, we're going to we're going to weigh this a little bit so everybody understands what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about purveyors of filth. Okay. Match that up with what I just said. Now we can look out in the world. We could see a little bit clearer who the purveyors of filth are. And then we have the good word here in our Bible to save our souls from these purveyors of filth, We have God Almighty who's going to lead us in the right direction if we truly love him and we truly believe in him for the good of not only his uh, begotten son that died on the sins for us, but for the good of our own hearts which he is in. So When we talk about a double-minded man, is unstable in all of his ways, and then we talk about people who they can't compartmentalize. They can't do one thing at one time. They have to be doing multiple tasks at once, multitasking. Nothing wrong with that when you're put in a position of employment and you're having to handle and juggle more than one task. But now we get to our leisure time, our free time, and we're not letting our mind focus on the right things instead we're double-minded we're worried about how many likes we got on this post we're worried about how many views we got on this video we're worried about uh, what social media site has the better algorithm all these things made of men that really if you just put it up there people will find it and over time you will garner the attention that you so desperately want what about the attention of God what about the attention he needs 24 hours in a day and you have 3 hours put of it into Facebook you got another hour and a half put into Instagram you got a good hour put into the Reddit forums but you didn't have 5 minutes to say thank you Lord for waking me up today and blessing my friends and family that is is where we begin to move backwards as a society. Well, We don't even thank the creator for waking us up. We just go on about our business. Like it's just this is just how it is. It's not just how it is. It's Absolutely not how it is. It's not how it works. And It's so going to be doubters. Okay. There's going to be people that give you this line or give you that line or this is in the Bible. So I don't believe that or this is in the Bible. So I don't believe that. This is exactly what I'm talking about when I'm telling you, purveyors of filth. They don't want to be righteous. They don't want you to be righteous. As a matter of fact, they're happy when you sin. They're happy when you get mad at them and, and curse at them because now they're winning. you see what I'm saying? Now they're getting under your skin so they're winning. You don't want to be around people like that. It's time to cut some people out today that's what you're going to have to do because if not you're going to be lumped in right with them how can you be judged as your own person if you constantly are with another person if you constantly think like other people do how can you be judged as the individual because we're all coming before the judgment seat of christ but we have things to take care of on this earth while we're here. Very important things. Very important things. We're going to talk about some of those things today on this show. I'm going to cut the break when I come back. We're going to be going into Romans 12. And I'm going to talk about why James 1, and Romans 12, hit the nail on the head with today's subject. Back after this. Thanks for staying with me this far. God bless you. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay, thinking they are doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years, if you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, it doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Right, and I'm back. So we're talking about purveyors of filth today. That's the theme of the show. It's not just Instagram, Facebook. I don't think I'm just putting them into this category. It's also a lot of us that are on there. We've all uh, put something on there, said something on there, whether it was in our younger years maybe we're a little bit older that we took down we we looked back and said that's distasteful and we took it down so things that are done in poor taste filth so we, we're trying to correct it we're trying to become better so go ahead open your uh, bible to Romans 12 this will be uh, the last uh, passage I talk about today and this is a great uh, passage in the Bible here. Uh, that, that really uh, puts everything in a nutshell today. Romans 12. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according to as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So let me stop right there. We talked about uh, in James 1. This hinted at not being transformed by the things of this world. Not seeking these worldly possessions. Okay, so um, everything in the Bible comes full circle. So I continue on Romans twelve four, For as we have many members in one body. And all members have not the same office. So we being many, are one body in Christ and every one members one of another so now we're going to talk about uh, and that's Romans 12, 1-5 through now we're going to talk about the gifts okay, we're going to go into the gifts uh, that, that all of us have and these different gifts everybody different some people having more than one gift but you should not want the gifts other people have so Romans 12, 6 having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us whether prophecy let us prophecy according to the proportion of faith so prophecy being able to see uh, uh, what what people would say uh, is clairvoyance or ministry let us wait on our ministering or he that teacheth on teaching so ministry or teaching these are other gifts that that God has blessed us with. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, he that sheweth mercy with cheerfulness. So this talks about being able to uplift people, being able to pull people uh, from the darkness that they're in, uh, and and being cheerful with them, uh, being diligent uh, in your work, being simple with uh, what you ask of other people. Romans twelve nine. we continue on let love be without dissimulation abhor that which is evil cleave to that which is good. So we need to push that evil away. We need to cut that evil out and we need to cling cleave to which that is good. We need to cling on to what is good. And I continue on be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. So putting your brother in front of you and uh, in, and vice versa. You, you want to be putting uh, your brother in, in Christ Jesus as well as your brother uh, from when you were uh, born. You want them uh, to be in front of you. You want to think. Higher of them than you do yourself. You want to be looking out for them. Romans 12, 11. Now we can talk about the business side of life. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit serving the Lord. That means we're doing business properly. We're doing good business. We're not messing around with sketchy things. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing instant in prayer. We can't let prayer get away from us. We have to be constantly involved in prayer and uh, perfecting our faith. Distributing to the necessity of saints. Given to hospitality. Uh, And that's Romans 12, 13. Uh, It's very important that uh, we understand who the saints were. That we learn about the saints. But that we don't put the saints above the true word of God. That we don't put the saints above our Father, who art in heaven, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. So we need to stop cursing the people who are against us. The people that say, "Oh, I'm good on uh Preston." Other oh, people that say, "Ah, oh, you know Preston. I- I'm not too uh, big of a fan of him." I'm gonna bless those people. I'm gonna say, "God bless you." I'm not gonna curse them. I'm not gonna get into a war of words with them. And that's how we're gonna start making changes. Because that's going to cause a chain reaction. It's going to send their head more in a spin. Me not engaging than engaging. Worried about my name being belittled. See, my name was given to me by the creator. Okay, so I don't have to worry about uh, someone besmirching my name. No, because I was given this name. So I, by respecting this name, I'm not going to be allowing another man uh, to make me feel little. It's not going to happen. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Here we go with compassion. Here's compassion. We, we need to be understanding of each other. We need to be loving each other. Romans twelve sixteen it goes on. Be of the same mind, one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Uh, I just you know, personally, just recently, I uh, was certified uh in passing this class on history. I don't think I'm smarter in history than the next person. See, because in that, if I did that, I'd be wise, be, being wise in my own conceits. And I don't want to do that. I just want to learn for the love of learning. We, we carry on. Romans 12, 17. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good that finished out romans 12 through 21 uh not long you see everybody thinks the bible's this you know long thing and and you'll you, you you won't be able to understand it because it's just too it's too much to handle but see, you have to break it down like this you have to understand the scripture you have to weigh the scripture and you have to uh, want to learn from it but you have to want to be able to share it because if you don't share it then it ultimately uh it it almost means it means nothing in a sense you you know if you know these things and you're not able to share them um it's like the flower that that's surely to die you know so we talk about the purveyors of filth it's not just the news but now we can move into Really the final uh, subject for for today's program, which carries on with the theme purveyors of filth. But it's not just the news. Um, it's good to be informed today. We see uh, and actually last night I noticed on a uh, voice of America news uh, voAcom dot com that uh, we're being told um, this is from credible sources That an invasion is very likely. uh, That Russia is surely to be invading Ukraine and looking to annex them. The parallels are similar. We all remember the history of Vietnam, the history of the Korean War, which has long been called the Forgotten War. But see, these things. Have a way of rearing their ugly head. And see, that's what we have today. We have a uh, Biden administration that has been unable to grip the post pandemic of COVID 19 uh, coupled with foreign policy blunders from Afghanistan to uh, now Ukraine and the situation isn't getting any better on the home front so yes what we learn from history uh, as Pythagoras says the great Greek philosopher that Pythagoras uh, had a great line when he said uh, we learn from history That we don't learn from history. Um, And that's what we're seeing play out today. So it's very interesting. To see the developments. Take place. In Ukraine today. That rivals. The Soviet Union. When they moved in. And started taking over countries. And taking a stranglehold. Communism hasn't lost its luster in these areas and they may change the name and change the wording of who they are but we see right through that so we have to continue diligently to seek out the truth and to make sure that we hold our elected leaders accountable it's up to the people to get a handle on this that means when these midterm elections come up that'll be a theme you hear on my show and we'll talk about certain midterm elections and, and the importance of those and uh try to get a better understanding but we cannot lose sight of what's so important and that's this aggression from foreign nations that we have to be mindful of we have to be We have to keep a watchful eye on these things. It's not anything to uh, scoff at. After World War One and the collapse of the four empires, Imperial Germany, Austria-Hungary, Tsarist Russia, and the Ottoman Empire, Europe has been open to radical groups moving in, and they have. But is it not radical that we have a lot of the same problems? that we had in the early 1900s. You know, there's a lot of debate that goes on about where America went astray. A lot of people, myself included, who look at not being able to get a handle on the Cold War and the post-Cold War and not being able to maintain this uh, budget deficit that America continues to run up where the, the deficit spending is outpacing the growth of the economy. And this is something that's going to have to be confronted and it can't go on forever not being confronted. Bill Clinton, George W. Bush and Obama, they were ineffective at finding a consensus on the past problems of the Cold War that continue to rear their ugly head. This has pushed people out of the major political parties. And there's more people today that are independents than ever before. The mounting national debt, larger than the economy and in history, was never a problem unless it continued to be compounded and not addressed like it's it's being today. But another problem with the national debt, His household debt has risen along with it. There's an argument out there that it's carried it. That the more the country goes into debt, the more the average American goes into debt. Those facts haven't been rebuked. But the problem with global terrorism and these rogue states in the world were front and center in 1990. Saddam Hussein invades Kuwait uh, at a major oil ridge. And Bush at the time... George H.W. Bush, father of George W. Bush, got congressional approval for Operation Desert Storm. And see, we know that Desert Storm had a practical end game to liberate uh, this liberate this area in Kuwait, liberate this this country in a sense. The objective was to move in and move out. Was a clear strategy going with a huge military might crush this uh, coalition of Saddam Hussein and liberate Kuwait and it was highly effective and it was a plan that that, that played out well in Operation Desert Storm is remembered as a success, and it should be and we look today at what's going on in Ukraine where russia Belarus. China are all one in accord. They won't support any sanctions on North Korea while they're testing out uh, missile in the uh, the ocean, but no, they, uh, they have a lot to say about the West. So we know the first American troops arrived Saturday in Poland to reinforce NATO allies in Eastern Europe. Um... Uh, 1,700 soldiers to Poland and other troops to Romania and Germany. We know that Russia has sent two long-range nuclear-capable bombers to train with Su-30SM fighter jets from the Russian and Belarus air forces. They trained for hours. It's a third mission of its kind. Analysts are coming out and speaking now. They say up to 50,000 people could still be killed and wounded, while up to 5 million people could end up fleeing this country, creating a European humanitarian emergency. Does it sound like Joe Biden has a great handle on this? Does it sound like our government has this under control? That's a question that's yet to be answered. U.S. believes that Russia has massed approximately 70% of the troops it needs along Ukraine's border for an invasion. All right. But it's interesting when you hear the other side of the coin. And we hear that Belarus, that's very buddy-buddy with Russia. They're saying that there's nobody on the other side there's nobody to fight them in Ukraine that's a very bold statement from a world leader we also know Chinese President Xi Jinping their lifetime president just finished bilateral talks with Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan where they want to help Afghanistan to help them avert a humanitarian crisis so are you telling me China and Pakistan have a better grip on Afghanistan than Joe Biden and America this spells disaster this spells incompetence think hard think very very hard about who you're going to vote for in the midterms this year French President Emmanuel Macron visited Moscow for talks with President Vladimir Putin before going to Kyiv on Tuesday Joe Biden and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz discuss their joint efforts to deter further further Russia uh, aggression against Ukraine. We haven't heard what that is. Jake Sullivan, U.S. President Joe Biden's national security advisor, was on the news and talk shows on Sunday, just yesterday, and said, we're looking at the possibility of this invasion happening at any time. But whatever actions Russia takes, America will be ready. But what does that mean? The entire West is demanding that Russia pull its troops and weapons from Ukraine's border, while Moscow is pushing for NATO to curtail its operations in Eastern and Central Europe. Russia also maintains that the Western Defensive Alliance should reject Ukraine's membership bid A move the United States calls. A non-starter. Look at the messaging here. Look at the wording here. Do I have to spell it out for you any further? We have a bunch of academics. Hanging out. And a bunch of hippies. That can't seem to figure this out. That can't seem... To find a compromise. In the midst of a humanitarian crisis. While China and Pakistan. Are aligning. And looking to. Just save the humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan. Oh that's all they want to do. Folks. If you can't read between the lines. You need to have a little more coffee. This. Spells. Disaster. Disaster. And America has to get a handle on it. The help isn't coming from anywhere else. You can't rely on Germany. You can't rely on Great Britain. You can't rely on Turkey. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. What has to happen is America's got to get privy to this. we got to be wise to this. Do we know how big Russia's military is? Well... VOA does a good job. They lay it out for us. Russia's military is pretty big. Rivals America in every way except in one. And that's what I'll finish talking about today. But the most important thing you can do is not be absorbed by the news and the media and not let them sway your thinking. But reflect on the good word. Russia spends more of their GDP on the military than America and China. China actually doesn't spend much money on their military. 1.7% of GDP from China goes to their military. 3.7% of America's GDP goes to our military. 4% of GDP in Russia... Goes to their military. Which is pretty. Pretty uh, striking. Uh, when when their economy is. Not nowhere near where our economy is. And they're spending 4% of their economy. On the military. And we complain about. Spending too much money on the military here. Let's look at the personnel. We have 1.4 million active duty personnel. That includes 490,000. Army troops, 440,000 Army and Air National Guard. Russia's not far off. 850,000 active duty personnel, that's 375,000 ground troops, 200,000 to 250,000 Federal National Guard troops. And remember, they have a one year service obligation where they're required to serve a year in the military and put a year into the service. What about China? 2 million active duty personnel includes 1 million ground troops. 600,000 to 650,000 in the People's Armed Police. This is the police state China. Two-year service obligation. They have. Look at the equipment. Russia has 4,173 aircrafts. 30,122 armored vehicles. 70 submarines, which is more submarines than America. America has 13,247 aircrafts, almost triple the size, 45,193 armored vehicles, 11 aircraft carriers to only one aircraft carrier in Russia, shows how hard those things are to build, and how expensive they are, submarines, we have 68 to Russia 70. They have more submarines than us. But we have 92 destroyers. Compared to their 15 destroyers. But let's not leave out China. And how their military continues to grow. And we have numbers. But we don't know if these numbers. Are exactly to the key. This is just what VOA has relayed to us. Total aircrafts. 3,285. 35,000 armored vehicles, two aircraft carriers, 79 submarines, and 41 destroyers. And don't you think for a minute, don't you think for a minute that Russia and China wouldn't help each other? No, folks. America is the last beacon of hope. This is the last beacon of freedom. This is where we get to make ourselves better, build our futures up, And it's time we start doing that. So I'm going to leave you with the hidden gem today, and on a positive note. And uh, I encourage you uh, to get with the good word, read your Bible. Well, let's go with the hidden gem today. Got a good one. Got a good one. The Chicago Overcoat. You will really like this film. Um, You definitely got to check it out. And it's not a long film. You'll be very uh, intrigued the whole time. Um, definitely something you want to, you know, sit back and, and, and relax and watch. And you're going to be impressed. The Chicago Overcoat is the hidden gem. And enjoy that one. I don't believe I've given that one out before. If I have, watch it again. That's all. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everybody, and God bless.